This is Sports Radio 100.9, The Myth. You've waited patiently all day. All week. They were patient. They didn't get rushed. But Great Lakes Bay region, we finally arrived at the payoff from high school. Oh, I saw a classic game. To college. Wolverines, you're asking me? Who's the best team in the country? To the pros. Then he's the worst player in the league. (laughs) Then that's it, and I give up. We cover everything a Michigan sports fan could want. This is uncharted territory. And now, here they are. It's the payoff. Goff, looking deep. Wants it all. Jamison Williams looking for the ball. Got it! Touchdown! thought he did a great job turning on the gas, getting the back pylon. I love that golf let it go. He saw it, he trusted it, and ripped it. He did a good job tracking that ball and, and making a huge play. And I, so I think that's going to help his confidence. Listen, that's one. You know, it was good. It was good. I feel like it was a big play for us. It got us going coming out the second half, three and out our first drive. And then we just got going, man. It was just momentum, I, I feel like, for the team. To see how the guys got excited, man. Everybody running up. I just excited, man. I just feel like the game just had a little spark for me. I mean, come on. We're going to get into Jameson Williams. We're going to get into everything that happened yesterday regarding the Lions butt kicking in Tampa. But I think the conversation starts with the quarterback, Jared Goff. And like I said, I want to hear from everyone else. I want to hear about your takeaways. I know John had some stuff he wanted to get to about the defense at some point, and Alex the Lion, the great. And I want to hear from you. So 989-837-6125. Again, that's 989-837-6125. That's the Frick Sports Bar and Grill text line. But like I said, I want this to start with Jared Goff, who is changing the landscape of how the NFL is played. And if you give me a minute, I'll explain why. Jared Goff dominated yesterday's game. No way around that. Was just phenomenal. And I was so proud that that can be my quarterback right now. Because in an era where, or a season where a lot of quarterbacks are struggling to put up their career high numbers. You look at Mahomes, you look at Allen. In comparison to seasons past, they're struggling right now. And why is that? Well, this is a copycat league and One guy named Vic Fangio created this two-high safety where you take away the deep ball, and it limits what these quarterbacks like Allen, like Mahomes, can do. It takes away their most special weapon, their arm power. And that's backed up with statistical evidence. If you look at the last 20 years of the NFL, last year and the first six weeks of this season, we've seen the least amount of deep balls attempted. Now, who's not struggling because of that? Guys like Jared Goff, who aren't just not struggling, they're thriving. Everyone's struggling to put up career-high numbers, but not Jared Goff. In the last 16 games, 28 touchdowns, four interceptions. Hell, you look at yesterday, rushing game can't get going. Gibbs already out. David Montgomery leaves the game with an injury. Team finishes with 40 yards on the ground, and Jared Goff says, hold my beer, I gotcha. 353 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, a passer rating of over 85 for the 13th straight game. He's been a stud. So let's play a little game. Let's compare quarterbacks. Jared Goff, 1,618 yards, 11 touchdowns, three interceptions, 
73 QBR and a completion percentage of 69 this season. Mystery quarterback X, 1,592 yards, 11 touchdowns, 5 interceptions, QBR of 72, that's one less, and a completion percentage of 68, that's one less. John, mystery quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's right. I just compared Jared Goff to Patrick Mahomes. He is thriving right now. He's never played better football in his life. John, I said last week on the show that the Lions should give him a contract extension. That seems all but apparent right now. So I ask you, has he earned your trust? And if not, why? What does he have to do to earn your trust? Because I'm at the point where I just want to pay him. I want my franchise quarterback because that's what I believe he is. 989-837-6125. That's the Frick Sports Bar and Grill. Text line 989-837-6125. I ask you, what more does he have to do? Floor is yours, John. (laughs) I mean, in a day, and you touched on it at the top of the show, in a day yesterday that was really defined by the star quarterback struggling. I mean, you look at what, uh, I mean, you can go back all the way to Thursday night with Mahomes. It wasn't that great of a game if you want to just encapsulate the whole weekend. But yesterday it was Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts who are considered upper echelon quarterbacks, Mm -hmm. top quarterbacks in the NFL, quarterbacks that are, I would say, a different tier than how Jared Goff is perceived in the national media landscape. And there has been a defensive adjustment from really multiple weeks, multiple teams this year where Allen and Mahomes aren't having the game's that Goff's having right now. And you could look at maybe early season opponents for Goff. Okay, playing the Falcons. Okay, playing the Panthers. That Buccaneers defense. They're a good unit. Was very strong, very stingy team. They're going to be a top 10 defense this year. They had some dogs. Levante, David, a good pass rush. I mean, they took away our run completely. Yeah. And, the Lions and then, had 43 yards on the ground. And, and Goff, I, I don't know the final statistics. I'm sure you do. Goff was over 40 pass attempts in a game. which 44. ideally, Yeah, 44, which ideally you don't want to do. But when... In a situation the Lions had to do it, Goff was ready for the test. He was phenomenal. I, I mean, you know, and I'm sure you'll get into uh, based on what uh, this season has been for him and, and I guess just the what, what people think about Goff and putting him in a different level because I think that's where this conversation is going where he's considered in a different tier than he probably was to begin this season. But right now, you really can't nitpick anything about Goff. Maybe early in the season, oh, an interception here that you didn't want to see. This Sunday, this past Sunday, he was lights out. You said it best. He's been lights out. And if you want to get into the, oh, well, he doesn't have the arm strength to do this, do that. He has seven touchdowns over 20-plus yards this year. So first in the NFL. In terms of 20-yard completions, he's got 29 of them. Again, first in the NFL. Number one rated quarterback on PFF. He's been a stud, and there's simply no way around it. I mean, look at what happened in the fourth quarter of yesterday's game. You can't run the ball, so you can't run the clock out, but you want to go on this long drive to essentially close out the Buccaneers. They end up killing seven minutes off the clock while not being able to run the ball. Want to know why? Because Jared Goff has some of the best chemistry with his weapons in the entire NFL. They were trying to get to Laporta. It was struggling yesterday. Reynolds, always reliable. But the guy he always goes back to, the guy who cleaned it up in the fourth quarter for the Lions and officially closed the door on Tampa after they kicked them in the mouth for the first three was Amonra St. Brown. The Amonra St. Brown and Jared Goff connection might be the best in the league. 
Amonra was the best wide receiver in the NFL yes, uh, in the game yesterday, in a game that featured Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. There was a clear best weapon on the field, and he wasn't named Mike Evans. And you look at the Lions and Jared Goff and Amonra St. Brown. Nine times you needed a first down, and you got every single one of those on third down because Jared Goff and Amonra St. Brown, you know the ball's going to them. You know the ball on third and nine is going to a Monroe St. Brown. And what are you going to do about it, Tampa? I'll tell you right now where it's going. Jared Goff is throwing the ball to a Monroe St. Brown with the game essentially not on the line for the Lions, but it's the last chance for the Bucs. So you'd think they'd be able to stop it. Guess what? You can't. Jared Goff, although he's not ending up on your social media feeds because he's not making these behind-the-back, closed-eyed, no-look throw off the back foot while diving to the left across the field. Maybe he's not doing that and showing up on your Instagram feed, but you know what he is doing? Dissecting defenses over and over and over again, taking what the defense gives him and doing it more efficiently than anybody else in the league. Yeah, I think the takeaway for me, and we'll get into this as the show uh, evolves, but you know, I'm obviously new to the market and I'm aware of Jared Goff. I've seen him in primetime games. I've seen him in spots, but This season, I've had the opportunity to watch him game in, game out. This is a guy who, in my opinion, just been disrespected in terms of the national landscape, national media. He, listen, he's not Mahomes in terms of the type of things he can do, right? And 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 we've talked about on this show. Media quarterback. (laughs) And this is the thing, right? Would you rather take a situation and not to go away from Mahomes? Allen last night, right? He made the key throw in a clutch situation when he needed to in a tight window. Very impressive. It was played on social media, like you mentioned, Ben. But for most of that game, he was a non-factor against a struggling New York team. Right, and half the time you're playing Josh Allen, he gives you a golden platter of an interception (laughs) by saying F it and throwing the ball down the field, which usually gets picked off. Jared Goff's not doing those dumb things. Now, and when there's plays like yesterday where a screen gets blown up and he just throws it into the dirt and doesn't even let the play develop, like just throws it at the running back's feet saying, you know what, this is a dead play. We're not picking up yards, but you know what? We're not going to lose yards on this play either. Whereas quarterbacks like Lamar, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, they run backwards. <laughs> and it not always, sometimes they can show off what that makes them special. But a lot of times it gets him into trouble, and it feels like Jared Goff has been so good at avoiding all of that. Yeah, you have the two sides of it. You like a guy at certain moments that could do a little extra, give that extra effort when the offensive line line around him is not doing what they need to do and extending plays. But in the situation of the three guys you just mentioned, sometimes it leads to turnovers. And especially after watching the NFL slate on Sunday, it's so nice to have a quarterback that's mistake-free clean, no turnover game, and then pretty much good clock management if we're going to look at it at it holistically with the Lions because the story of Sunday was just sloppiness all around. Right. And what you got from the Detroit Lions on Sunday in a road environment in Tampa against a really tough defense in Tampa Bay, you had a quarterback that was composed, never felt rushed, and was just turnover free. <laughs> and, and that's what you need. You, you didn't need, and you got the big play at times too, but you didn't need, you know, a Goff to go above and beyond. He just needed to do what he needed to do. And I think that deserves more credit. And I'm sure we'll touch on this more on the second segment, of course. But Goff is starting to enter that national conversation. A lot of people talking about him today. And of course, the Lions victory and those MVP odds keep on rising. We mentioned that last week with Goff uh, being considered for that. And he really wasn't in the mix, wasn't in 
the conversation, but Sunday is sort of changing the narrative regarding that. Eh, but he doesn't show up on my social media feed and throw behind the back, no look <laughs> passes. Texts are flying in 989-837-6125. Again, that's 989-837-6125. I want to hear from you. Do you trust Jared Goff? If not, why? And what does he have to do? Or any other thoughts you have on the Lions? John's going to give his biggest takeaway next. You're listening to The Payoff on 100.9 FM. Get huge savings with Fuel Rewards every time you fill up at one of your 26 area Forward Shell convenience stores. Get at least 5 cents off a gallon every single fill up and earn even more when you make purchases in store. You can regularly save 10, 20, even 30 cents off a gallon, which means less money goes into your tank and more stays into your wallet. Visit FuelRewards.com to sign up and start saving today. That's Fuel Rewards at your area Forward Shell convenience stores. And remember, when you want to pay less at the pump, go forward. The high school football game of the week presented by the Forward Corporation. This Friday, we're at Midland Community Stadium. It's the 5 and 3 Midland Chemics and the 4 and 4 Dow Chargers. Postseason ramifications at stake in the 59th all-time meeting between the two schools. Coverage starts at 6:50. Don't miss any of the action on the Great Lakes Bay region's home for sports. Sports Radio 100.9. The Mitt. The Mitt. Touchdown, MSU! All day, All day it's, it's Michigan. Michigan. That roar that was coming through. We gonna show who the real Lions are. That, that was the roar of every Lions fan in this state. Our teams, our towns. The Lions, the Spartans, the Wolverines, the Saginaw Valley League, the Tri-Valley, and the Jack Pie. The Great Lakes Bay region has one home for the best Michigan football coverage. Michigan man, Michigan man. This is Sports Radio 100.9, The Mitt. We have a lot in common, you and I. We're in the same case, same boat, same boat of the case, the same case of the boat. We're in the same boat together. You and I have something in common. We live and breathe Michigan sports, and our shows do, too. Whatever you need, you have it. Don't miss Anthony Bellino on X's and Bros weekday mornings at 6 a.m. And on your drive home, it's the huge show with Bill Simonson, followed by the payoff. This team was legit. This is Sports Radio 100.9, The Mitt. Back to the payoff on the Great Lakes Bay region's home for sports. Yeah, everybody looks good at home. Sports Radio 100.9, The Mitt. Oh, we're feeling oh so good on a victory Monday. I know the conversation started with Jared Goff, but it goes a lot of different places. This team went down to Tampa Bay yesterday, and quite frankly, just punched the first place Tampa Bay Buccaneers off a bye in the mouth. It wasn't really close. And I guess that's kind of my big takeaway with this, John, is right now they're not just winning football games. They're not squeaking out wins the way that some of these elite teams are doing. You know, you look at Kansas City, they barely got out of a divisional game on Thursday. You look at the Bills, they barely beat your god-awful Giants yesterday. You're welcome. The Eagles just lost to the Zach Wilson Jets. The Lions aren't squeaking out anything, man. They're, they're dominating on the road. And we'll get into the resume stuff a little bit later, but it starts with the defense. Yeah, I mean, that was the biggest takeaway for me and what was, I guess, a 26 game. It should probably have been for you as well, but obviously other ancillary stuff happened with the offense that was worth uh, focusing. And then again, the conversation with Jared Goff. But I was watching that game, and granted, yes, 
I understand it's Baker and the Bucks. It's not, you know, a, a top-of-the-line quarterback. It's a first-place team, man, it off is, a bye. It is. And and coming into road. that game, the offense was clicking. These are This was a team in Tampa Bay with weapons. You mentioned Mike Evans pretty much being a non-factor. Three Chris catches. Godwin was there, but not to the extent that he needed to be for Tampa to, you know, pretty much get off the mat in that game. That was the biggest thing for me. And not that the Detroit pass rush in yesterday's game was a disappointment because it well, wasn't. It was. But it was. No, it was. You can be honest. <laughs> no, let's be honest. The pass rush was it, not there yesterday. It wasn't as overwhelming and as a, much of a factor as it usually is in games, but that didn't matter. Yeah, because I mean, Carolina, or excuse me, because Tampa Bay had 46 yards on the ground. You take away the run and you set up third and longs for Baker. I mean, he got yeah. a couple on the first drive, but that's how you get Baker Mayfield to be one of the worst quarterbacks in the league again. They they couldn't establish the run, and Baker had a look at his second, third read most of the times. It was checked down Baker, and I got to focus on Alex Anzalone here. You called him Alex the Lion, whatever. I, if that's his nickname, that's epic. Thor, uh, Alex the Lion. I, I, I mean, I don't know. Whatever guy, you want to call him. That guy I know for a long time had a love-hate relationship in terms in, in this market and, and people thinking, uh, you know, if he's really the guy or not. He was all over the field yesterday. I mean, th- that Polite. guy was crazy, especially in that second drive, that, that uh, first offensive drive for Tampa in the second quarter, I should say, where they were moving down the field where Baker completed that third down and long pass to get them within the red zone. I, I mean, Anzalone just went to work, and that was a huge stop because that could have easily changed the trajectory of that game. If Tampa puts that in, it could have been a whole uh, whole different narrative and game, but he stepped up, the defense stepped up, they were swarming, they were everywhere, and that's, I think, to me, the uh, how you evaluate a defense, like, if they're overall a good unit. Because a lot of defenses, especially in early weeks, their pass rush is what leads right, them to, right. to dominating games and to being overwhelming. Well, taking away the run is just as efficient. It is. And I'm glad but, you bring up the Alex yeah. Anzalone thing because I've got no explanation for it. Two, <laughs> two years ago, his first season here, he <laughs> that's sucked. What, that's what like, I'm saying. People just, were not high on him. Th- there's no way around it. His first year here, he sucked. And then last year when the defense was historically bad for the first six, seven weeks of the season, he also sucked and then he's just gotten better and better and better each game until this week where he is genuinely playing like one of the better linebackers in the NFL I don't have an explanation for it besides the players around him got a lot better um, which is kind of funny because for this most part it's the same personnel as it was at the beginning of the season last year granted the secondary is a lot better than it was but there's just there's just so many good things to take from this victory we'll go to the text line here really quick uh, what's good, Zach? Here, what a win for the brand new Lions. Goff was a beast. Amonra St. Brown was great, and that defense continues to dominate, just like John said. Yeah, it's what that defense does. Quick note, by the way, if you're going to text in, and I'm sort of setting a decree and setting a rule on this show because I oh, could boy. do it without Brad here. Give me the name. <laughs> Give me where you're texting from. We, we don't need your all your information. Believe me, we, we don't need an address. Just a little. Hey, Zach Dash Midland. Saginaw, Beaverton, wherever you are texting from, we want to know because we want to know where you're listening from. So that's something going forward that if you can do for us, I know we ask a lot of you, of the listening audience, but if we could do really. that going, <laughs> if we could do that going forward, uh, you know, it, put, put a little line of where you're from. I think it'll just uh, it'll help us. Like, hey, we're, who are we talking to? You know what I mean? I'll tell you what, Brad is lucky he's not here. Wow. He'd be getting a mouthful from. Ra- us right now. Yeah, and I should be giving it to you too. Oh, like, we'll save you. the Jamal stuff for the end of the show. <laughs> but the fact that Brad Tunney sits on this microphone last week and just tries to sink this guy in a river. Wow. 
and then bets him to score an anytime touchdown that he sends to us? Like, what are we doing here? I, I, I liked when you said, you know, tie bricks to his feet, throw him in the Detroit River, and that was pretty good on Friday. Exactly. But <laughs> he doesn't even have the, the balls to show up to work today. Oh, my goodness. We'll get him. We'll get him at some point. That's unbelievable. But Going at the, the, the head the boss man, boss man, big Brad, big bad Brad Tunney. Wow. He's out there somewhere, probably in a pedicure or something. But the defense, man, back mm. to it. They've just been so fantastic to start. The, you, you, you can't run on this team. No. Genuine, they're the number one team in the league against the run. That right there is a formula to winning football games. That's sustainable. And I get it. Tampa wasn't great running the ball anyway coming into this. They, in fact, they ranked dead last in the NFL in yards per carry. But you capitalized on that and held them to 43 yards. The third time this season that they've held a team over 50 yards. That's tough to do. That's better than San Francisco. That's better than the Eagles. And to your point about Alex Anzalone, this front seven has just been downright nasty. Nasty at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and, and you win there, you win football games. It's simple as that. You do. And, and something forgotten in this, too, to add, because I, I think maybe over the next couple of weeks it'll come out that, yeah, Tampa maybe uh, might not have been the world beater that they were coming into this game, being top of the division. But granted, they were coming off a bye. For right. This, they had two weeks week. to prepare they had two for weeks this. to prepare, and they knew, to your point, all right, we've had a struggle. It's been a bit of a tough time trying to establish the run and we got to throw the ball. The lions knew it. Tampa knew it. And Tampa just really didn't have anything going. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. These are guys that Detroit completely shut down and listen, Tampa tried to establish the run to your point, but in that second half, they knew, uh, well, we're going to have to throw the ball. Baker's going to have to, you know, stand on his head in a way, make some special plays. And he was not doing that. No, he certainly, and you know why? Cause they were, they weren't necessarily pressuring him, but you take away the run and set up those third and longs. Yeah, Baker Mayfield's going to do stupid stuff. It's kind of what's <laughs> made his entire NFL career. And it starts up front, as always. And, and, and the funny thing is, you didn't dominate on the offensive side of the ball in terms of the line of scrimmage. And you can blame some of that on, you know, the running backs going down, but you just, you just didn't dominate the way you wanted to be. And it didn't matter. You climbed over a hurdle. You jumped over an obstacle. What was in the way, the problems you saw, didn't matter. And that's what's different about the rest of the teams in the NFL yesterday. I don't want to say that's every team can't climb hurdles or jump hurdles, but that's what separates great teams from good teams, the teams that don't get in their own way. And when something does get in the way, you either jump over that hurdle or you blast right through it. Yeah, I, the the main takeaway, and we keep giving you know our, our takeaways on this game, and there's just so many, but the main takeaway for me is just that was a turnover-free game. There really wasn't even, uh, like, unless you, you have a uh, something that jumps to you, Ben, but there wasn't even, like, oh, an almost turnover from Goff. There, and the, okay, maybe Detroit didn't force as many turnovers defensively as they've had, but getting that interception was key, even though it only resulted in three points. Uh, you, uh, you got a turnover winning, and you didn't give any. Winning, even if you win 1-0, yeah, you won the turnover battle. Winning the turnover battle is just so crucial. Especially and on just, the road. And and just even having a good team that that's mistake that's mistake free. Cause because there even there's been good Lions teams. There's been even good playoff teams in the last couple of years where there's going to be a couple turnovers a game or you, you take those risks and sometimes they backfire to win the way they did without really having honestly to stress that much. And, and, you, and you posted it on Twitter, which was a really good nugget, the stress-free fourth quarters. 
Mm. In, in the NFL, and no matter how we evaluate a, a team week in, week out, the, you know, these are grown men. It, it's not like it's not in the college game where, yeah, there's going to be a 50-point spread. I mean, yesterday was pretty much a testament to that, right? The Jets getting a win, the Browns getting a win, and then the Giants covering on Sunday night football. Those teams were all double-digit dogs. Um, I think Cleveland might have closed under uh, under uh, double digits. But you're going to get a team's best. And to have a stress-free fourth quarter, not for the first time this year, not for the second time. I mean, every single win for the Lions has been a stress-free fourth quarter, except for, you know, Seattle, which obviously was the right. stress bubble of all well, stress bubbles. Well, I mean, bubbles. that but, Kansas, but, you're always scared of Mahomes. Oh, it's of course. almost a and separate always, conversation. There, there's always that threat. But to have, really, where you're watching that fourth quarter – and yes, you're still going to have that feeling as a Detroit Lion fan through years of things that not that have not gone your way. You're thinking of the possibilities. Oh, if this happens, and if this happens, and if this happens, but it's a lot of connecting dots to get your brain there. Right. Uh, it's so, starting to feel so, like a workshop to even get to that point yeah. because they're they have such big leads in the fourth quarter, and we can dive into that on the other side of this break. We can also dive into the Lions potentially having one of the best resumes in all of. Football. We've also got an injury update, so stick with us. Again, I want to hear from everybody else. Give me some of your takeaways. I want to hear what you think about Jared Goff. Do you trust him? Do you not? If not, why? I don't know how you can't trust him at this point. Use the Frick Sports Bar and Grill text line 989-837-6125. Again, that's 989-837-6125. We'll have an injury update for you next. As Garber Chevrolet's Craig Lang explains, today's consumer is choosing value over price point. Yes, 100%. And I'm going to take it a step further and say who you do business with and what do they do? What are they doing in the community? Now, I'm not going to say Garber does all this because if it wasn't for faithful patrons and customers that do business with us on a consistent basis, we wouldn't be able to support the community like we do. But because they support us, we are able to give a good amount of dollars in support to our community and I'm the first to say, do business local. Do business with people that are doing business with you. Make sure you're giving to your community. Make sure you support. And that support isn't just, here's some money. That support is, here's some money. How can we get involved? How can we help? That, my friend, is exactly what we're all about. Because we're doing something with what we have. We're not just saying, here's some money. We're actually supporting the community and showing up and supporting with our faces and our love and our, our work. Garber Chevrolet, corner of Saginaw and Eastman in Midland. Online at GarberMidland.com. Step one, wake up. Step two, Michigan sports. The Great Lakes Bay region begins its day with axes and bros. Hey, it's Anthony Bellino. Listen to me weekday mornings from 6 to 9 right here on Sports Radio 100.9, The Mid. The Mid. What the hell is going on up in Ann Arbor, Michigan? You have a huge opinion on any team you love? He hasn't prepared. He doesn't show up. Well, you can drop it on air or on our social networks. Weekdays at 3 on The Huge Show, right here on Sports Radio 100.9. The Mitt. The Mitt. We have a lot in common, you and I. We're in the same case. Same boat. Same boat of the case. The same case of the boat. We're in the same boat together. You and I have something in common. We live and breathe Michigan sports. And our shows do, too. Whatever you need, you have it. Don't miss Anthony Bellino on X's and Bros weekday mornings at 6 a.m. And on your drive home, it's the huge show with Bill Simonson, followed by the payoff. This team was legit. This is Sports Radio 100.9 The Mitt. Years on top, years more to come. It wasn't very competitive. Don't miss a moment of The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Be great at what you're great at. Weekdays at noon on Sports Radio 100.9. The Mitt.
This needs to be said. Nobody wants to be pummeled by the Colin Cowherd Show. You do not do anything particularly well. But that's just what happens to anyone up against him. Weekdays at noon on Sports Radio 100.9, The Mitt. When you want NFL football on the radio. And it's another defensive touchdown. Wow, he got hammered, dude. You know where to turn. Let's go. Come on. This week is no different. Somebody go make a play. We can never lose our competitiveness. Thursday night football is here. Week 7 starts down in Louisiana. Derek Carr and the New Orleans Saints square off with Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Coverage starts at 8.15. Right here on Sports Radio 100.9, The Mitt. High school sports don't just happen. There's a ton of work that goes into every single athletic event. And we have our school's athletic director to thank for a lot of it. Thank you. For scheduling officials so I can always play the game I love. For ordering quality athletic equipment, so I can stay safe on the field. For mentoring my coaches, so they can be the best role models for me. For coordinating transportation, so I can get focused for the big game. For helping us develop character and learn lessons that will benefit us for the rest of our lives. Thank you to our AD for always creating a positive experience for us. We'll never forget it. From all of us at the NIAAA, thank you to every athletic administrator in Michigan for all you do to enrich the lives of your students. It does not go unnoticed. This message presented by the NIAAA, the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. More of the Great Lakes Bay Region's only local sports show. Back to the payoff. He's got a little something in there, cartilage, and so it's he's probably going to be down for a little bit here. I don't know how long, really how long it takes for this to, at his position, you know, that's not an easy thing to deal with. So uh, we'll just take it as it comes. But, uh, you know, I, I think there's a chance we won't have him for a little bit. Reading between the lines a little bit kind of sounds like David Montgomery's going on IR, John. Well, a reporter asked him that follow-up. They said, oh, is it going on the IR? And he just was pretty much like, I don't know. I, I can't answer that right now. And, and sort of a half apology, not that like, you know, uh, he can that Campbell can control anything with it, just like he didn't have an answer uh, uh, for that, and he wasn't willing to go into it, obviously. But yeah, you know, in a day where it's been celebration, victory Monday, feeling great, best record in the NFL, and we're going to get into the resumes, that hurts. Yeah, it hurts. Well, I've got one more thing we can complain about, Uh-oh. but you know what? I'm going to choose not to bring that up on today's <laughs> show, even though it's at the very top of my notes. It's the first thing I thought of yesterday. The top of your notes? Very top of it. I just don't even want to bring it up, though, to oh, be honest. Man. We're going to stay positive today. Maybe tomorrow we'll get into a ginormous gapping hole on this team um, that is most certainly going to come back and bite them at some point. But you know what? We're going to stay positive today. For all the people that you know want more Jameer Gibbs touches, positive news for them. That is no Montgomery against Atlanta. Gibbs had 80 yards on 17 carries. Now a chance maybe for the next few weeks, the foreseeable future uh, for Jameer Gibbs to, you know, really excel in his role. They're on the road against Baltimore. Then Monday night against the Raiders, extra long rest. And then the bye week, hopefully Montgomery can be back before that Chargers game in LA. I'll I'll, I'll say Ben, and I think you feel this way. It, it, is tough and, and you don't like to see it. And obviously a fully healthy Lions team would be great. Something that we haven't got all season long. Uh, that would be really nice, even though it doesn't look like they necessarily need it so far up to this point. But uh, this is where Gibbs has to step up. And, and, and I think the expectation should be not too much of a drop down from Montgomery. 
I, I really think that. Well, they're different types they of are, running backs. That's but, a, that's the thing. What Gibbs does on the ground is always going to be different than the way Montgomery dominates on the ground. Like Gibbs isn't going to be this behind the in between the guards type of guy where you see David Montgomery just be able to cut up the field, bounce off of guys. Gibbs is too small to do that. It's just it. a matter of figuring out how to utilize him. And I trust Ben Johnson to figure it out by the end of the season or the next three years. But not to have that option between the tackles, eh, it's a little scary. It's a little scary, but when Jared Goff's a franchise quarterback oh, playing like one of the best in the league, maybe it don't matter. Maybe it don't matter, John. All right, let's get in. Oh, before we move along to the resume thing, uh, Dan Campbell said something funny about who's stepping up, didn't he? He did. We got other guys we can use on the roster. That position, probably in the receiver room, is where that could come from. So we'll do we'll do what we need to do to make it through this. If if that's the case and all we have is those two, but I trust those two to be able to handle what we need to handle. What do you think? Amon Ra, running back one, <laughs> Jamison Williams, no, Jet you, Sweet. I, I actually think they're going to put Laporta at fullback, and then that's what they're going to do. They're going to be like, hey, Rook, you're going to uh, Hey, Hendon, you in. ready to play? Yeah, oh, yeah, there you go. Hey, Hendon, <laughs> how do you feel about uh, getting some RB1 how's, snaps? How's that ACL feeling, Hendon? <laughs> wow. You ready? Here comes Baltimore's defense. Good luck. <laughs> okay. Uh, you look at the rest of the five and one teams in the NFL. Lions sit at the top of the standings. Chiefs, Dolphins, not those stupid Bills who should be three oh. and three. You're Giants. I mean, they, Josh Allen tried to give him that game multiple times. Taylor, Tyrod just turned around and said, no thanks. Yeah, Tank and Tyrod, baby. Right. Let's get that first pick. Sure. But San Francisco, Eagles, Miami Chiefs, Lions all sit at five and one. Which of those teams has the most impressive resume? I mean, we went through this team, what they're doing in the fourth quarter. It's it's stress-free football week in and week out. Closest score, closest the score was in Atlanta in the fourth quarter, four, 14 points. Green Bay, 10. Carolina, uh, 18. Tampa Bay, 11. It hasn't been a single digit lead like to think about that for an entire month straight four straight games the Lions have held a lead of double digits in every fourth quarter every second of it they're dominating football in impressive fashions and then you take into consideration where they play John and I talked a little bit about off air before the show started well the Lions aren't even favored in Baltimore because you know, the Ravens place, that's a tough place to play. But the Lions have shown that they've got the ability to go kick butt anywhere. They've got a win at Kansas City, a win at Green Bay. Those are two of the hardest places to apparently play in the NFL. Arrowhead and Lambeau? Nobody wins there, and the Lions have won both of their games there. Now, Tampa Bay, maybe not the team we thought they were, but they showed up to Tampa Bay, and like you said, off the bye for Tampa, two weeks to prepare for this game across the country and just waxed them. Yeah, and embarrassed them. And, and and again, like sort of a bit of undermining Tampa from from me earlier. But this is a it was a really great defense. It's it's a defense that again is is going to finish finish top ten. And you go on the road, Tampa coming off a bye, and then you have that uh, that stress free finish. We'll get on. We'll get into this as the week progresses as well. But I, I think it's worth bringing up what is that home stadium that's like impossible to play in in this day and age. Ford Field. Because for <laughs> oh, there we go. Because forever it's been, you know, Lambeau, 
I, I threw out, you know, before the show started, those years in Seattle where it was, like, almost impossible to play up there. And Arrowhead has been that the last couple of years, but the Lions proved, okay, Kelsey injury, but the Lions proved. Shut up. They could, <laughs> you know, I had to throw that in there. But they proved they could go on the road and, and beat a formidable foe, and then they did it again, and then they did it again. They're kicking butt. Like, it's as simple as that. And maybe, maybe just maybe it's a good thing this team lost to Seattle because if if the Lions were 6-0 right now, our Detroit Lions, I'm not <laughs> sure if anyone in the state would know how to act. We, we might have had today off. Not us because we had to do the show, but like... But the federal government yeah, would have, yeah. You know. Whitmer might have just shut the state down. Like, could you imagine 6-0? and 5-1's got a nice ring to it. Don't don't let that be twisted. But my goodness, if if if... The Lions would have won that coin toss in overtime. And I don't want to just reminisce on the past and think about, oh, what if the Lions were 6-0? Because they responded so well out of that game. I think it was a reality check. And obviously, you're not going to go undefeated the rest of the way. I don't think the Lions are going to go 16-1 and this season. But you look at the upcoming schedule, you're not favorites against Baltimore at their home place. You might be favorites all but one, maybe two games to the rest of the way. You're going to be favorites, obviously, Monday night in the Raiders. I feel bad for whatever, whoever, whatever quarterback rolls out there in a Las Vegas uniform. <laughs> Have fun. You might be underdogs against the Chargers at in L.A., but I, I guess I'll have a better answer after tonight's game against the Cowboys. And then that's the other team at Jerry World, week 17. Maybe you're not the... Uh, the favorites going into that one. And like I said, I don't expect them to not lose another game the rest of the way, but you really only have three games that you should lose or, or, or you even should consider being a loss. Ravens, Chargers, Cowboys, everything else should be an easy win. So I'm looking at the schedule. Like there is no reason tied for the best record in the NFL right now, tied for the best record in the NFC. There's no reason the Lions can't be the one seed when you look at the schedule remaining, because the toughest games are already out of the way or happening this week. Yeah, and, and the optimism should be there. And it was talked about today on Sports Radio 100.9, the mid from Bellino in the morning, the huge show in the afternoons, like 13 and four. Like, that's realistic. It's what I said at, last at the, week. At the beginning of, of the, yeah, and you said last week, at the beginning of the season, it seems like, wow, that's, you know, that, that's pretty impressive. That's probably a one seed, maybe 14 and three being that one seed in terms of how things shake out. But, Right, but you they, didn't expect to beat Kansas City or Green no. Bay at their places necessarily <laughs> to start the year. Now, again, the Ravens are a tough test. So you, you we'll didn't, find out. And, and listen, I mean, just a, a rule of thumb when looking at the gambling lines, it's always minus three to the home team, in my opinion. And that's what some odd sharks will tell you. Ravens are minus three in that game. So you put that game in a neutral site and they're – Pretty much calling it a pick'em. Well, they're, I think they're two fair. and a half. Technically, they're two and a half oh, right now. Okay. I, I read it, it I read it three on uh on, on my app, so but, maybe well, difference there. If, but I, if I had to guess, it's probably going to get closer to one and a half, maybe one or even a half a point by the end of this week because I imagine with the Lions being plus money, plus chicken, people are going to hammer it because why wouldn't you? Yeah, you might. I mean, I might do it right now. Assuming that the Lions are going to get bet on and the line's going to move, you may as well take that money line right now. Could you, like, like think about this. You're Let's, feeling good. You're feeling good, Ben. I am feeling good. And am I going to, like, lock up the Lions to win in, in Baltimore? Not necessarily. If they lose this game <laughs> on Thursday, if they lose this game, do I feel much different about this team? Do I feel worse? No, not necessarily. But you look at what they've done. Road wins versus Kansas City. 
and Green Bay and the first place Tampa Bay Bucks off a bye. They win this game on the road, and all of a sudden you're looking at a team that maybe should be one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl in terms of Vegas. They're still like seventh right now behind all the teams that are five and one and the Bills. I believe the Bengals as well. Like, what what are we doing here? The the Bills? They almost lost yesterday. They should have lost. They really should have lost that game last night. You know, if it, if it was a respectable NFL team, they probably would have. But, uh, you know, it, it was a team that couldn't handle the end of the first half clock management, you know, with, with 20 seconds to go and no timeouts. So, yeah, let's run the ball. We don't have to reminisce on this game. <laughs> let's run the ball. No. Uh, but I, I thank you for letting it out, even though I let the frustrations out last night. But, yeah. <laughs> Doing I, uh, what? <laughs> what did you do? I, you know, just screaming, you know. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I did no expectations going into that game. I was just like, please end it. It felt like the longest game ever. We talked about this too earlier today. The World or the World Series, the American League Championship Series game one started at the same time Sunday night football did. Baseball finished like an hour before Sunday night football. And I get it. Okay, halftime, primetime. That game dragged so much, man. I was just sitting there like... If I have to watch another Giants game on national television, I'm going to do literally anything else. I'd rather watch paint dry than watch Tyrod Taylor play another game of football. That was god-awful. It's hard rooting for the national embarrassment. Final note before that, and then we'll get into break and recenter with the Lions. I thought it was... Tarod Taylor. I remember him changing his I don't name. Care. And then well, I cared. That was my that was my research assignment last night. But apparently it's back to Tyrod Taylor. Regardless, uh, that was a rough one. But yeah, I I mean we we touched on it to begin this segment. The best resume in the NFL right now resides in Detroit. Whatever the odds say, and oh, the Super Bowl odds don't right care. now, based on what we've seen, based on the amount of because this is the main separation point, the amount of road wins. This isn't a win against Green Bay at Ford Field. And not that it's, you know, you're going to disrespect that by any means, but it's not a win at home against the Chiefs, a win at home against the Packers, a win at home against the Bucks. You had to go on the road to tough environments and get those wins. And that's what they did. And that's why respect should be put on their name, should be put on Jared Goff. And Ben, unfortunately... Me and Brad are going to have to start putting some respect on Jamison Williams' name. Yeah, that's right. That's right, you are. So I want to hear from you. This is the question I propose. When you look at all the teams in the NFL, all these 5-1 and teams and this stupid Bills team that really should be 3-3. and harping on them. They they should be 3-3, and let's be honest. When you look at all these teams at the top of the NFL power rankings, where should the Lions fall? Because where should they fall and where they're going to fall in these rankings is going to be different. So I ask you, I need you to be unbiased. If you really do think they're the one seed, text in. Or, or, or number one in the power rankings, text in at 989-837-6125. Unbiasedly, I want to hear from you, where do they rank in the NFL rank, power rankings? 989-837-6125. We'll hit some text next, and then we're going to talk about Jameson Williams. You're listening to The Payoff on the all-new 100.9 FM presented by the Forward Corporation. Scott Bichek is a ticket account executive within the Great Lakes Loons ticket office. Now listen, Scott is outstanding at organizing group outings at the ballpark and making the entire process as smooth and easy for organizers and everyone in your experience as possible. Here's Scott. 
We offer groups of 20 or more a discounted rate on tickets and the chance to purchase discounted food options. We've had groups as small as 20 up to our Freeland Youth Cheerleading Group this year that brought out over 400 people to watch their on-field performance. We also do offer flexibility so that you can have a unique website through our partner Fivo to purchase tickets through if you don't want to be in charge of collecting money. We do uh, food and beverage cards, which you get $20 in food and beverage that can be used at any of the stands, including on adult beverages, for $15. And then we also do a meal deal that is a choice of entree, drink, and chips for $7.50. Just give us a call, 837-BALL, and we'll, we'll get things started for them, get them taken care of. Midland Golf Headquarters is your place for everything golf. Indoor simulators, fully stocked pro shop with your favorite brands, and an outdoor range with new and improved turf for the 2023 season. Midland Golf Headquarters offers a season pass that enhances your golf HQ experience. Purchase a season pass and receive unlimited premium range balls. Hit as many as you need at any time. Visit the website at midlandgolfhq.com or call 989-750-7117. Midland Golf Headquarters, Commerce Drive, just north of the Midland Mall. In life, there are a few rare instances where it's okay to give nothing and get a whole lot of something in return. Take the Casasa Cash Checking Account from Jolt Credit Union, for instance. There's no minimum deposit and no minimum balance requirement, so you pay nothing to open the account, no monthly fees to keep it running, and yet you can earn up to 5% APY in dividends month after month. Open your Jolt Credit Union Casasa Cash Checking Account at joltcu.com slash Cash. APY equals annual percentage yield federally insured by NCUA. See website for details. The Huge Show. Huge here reminding everybody you can listen to me weekdays at 3. This show is huge. With huge opinions on all the teams you love. Or hate. We'll take those calls too. Right here on Sports Radio 100.9, The Mist. When the herd ends. It's over. It's time to get huge. Listen to The Huge Show weekday afternoons with me, Bill Simonson. Genuine great guy. The guy is an incredible human being. On Sports Radio 100.9, The Mitt. The Great Lake Bay region's home for sports. Touchdown, MSU! All day, it's Michigan. That roar that was coming through. We're going to show them who the real Lions are. That, that was the roar of every Lions fan in this state. Our teams, our towns. The Lions, the Spartans, the Wolverines, the Saginaw Valley League, the Tri-Valley, and the Jackpot. The Great Lakes Bay region has one home for the best Michigan football coverage. Michigan man, the Michigan man. This is Sports Radio 100.9, The Mitt. We are the NFHS. That stands for the National Federation of State High School Associations. But really, what we stand for, together with the MHSAA, are the 292,000 high school sports students in Michigan. And so we stand. We stand for the runners, soccer, and basketball players. We stand for their coaches, administrators, and officials. We stand for the swimmers, football players, and wrestlers. We stand for the golfers, softball, and volleyball players. We stand as the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and all who participate in them and make them possible. Because it is our purpose to ensure that high school students get to play, perform, and compete together. To learn more about who we are and what we stand for, visit nfhs.org. The payoff continues more from the great lakes bay region's home for sports sports radio 100.9 the mitt 
Jameson Williams, man, what a luxury to have. And I, I said it all week long, yet, uh, yes, last week, yesterday, yesterday week. I said it all week. He doesn't have to be a wide receiver one. He doesn't have to be the 12th best player in his draft class. All he has to do is be a good wide receiver too. Catch a deep bomb every three or four games like that. And that's exactly what he did. A ball, not to, my, like, to remind you, an under, underthrown ball that Jamison Williams had to turn his head around, take his eye off the ball, and still came up with the catch. He's a luxury. The fact that your fastest player, your player with the freak Tyree Kill speed, is not your first option, Amon or Sam Brown, not your second option, Sam Laporta. Hell, not even really your third option in Josh Reynolds. And let's be honest, they want to run before they give it to JMO too. You saw that because JMO only played a whopping 16 snaps. Yeah. So to really be your fifth option, be your fastest player with maybe the most gifted set of skills, the most God-given talent on the team. It's a luxury, man. Goff, looking deep. Wants it all. Jamison Williams looking for the ball. Got it! Touchdown! I, I really do wish, John, you it could had to see. had feel good for you. Um, I really do wish there was a video of myself. I got to start recording myself during these games. Oh, Put just a what the GoPro people want, in. you know? I, if only you saw how, how I behaved when this happened. It was unkind to those around me. Oh, I was freaking out. Were you, were you with the roommates there in, in the apartment? I, I was with my roommates, one other person, a friend who came over. I think they brought a friend, too. And I just, I was on top of a table. I People had, you knew or randos that were like, what the heck's uh, wrong one, with this guy? One rando saw me with a blue ski mask on. <laughs> you wearing a, wait, you're wearing a blue ski mask while watching Do you not know game? about this? No, you're going to have to wait, tell whoa, whoa, me right whoa, whoa, now wait. real quick. Are you serious? You don't know about this blue ski mask? No. Wait, it's a, it's a fan thing? Do you all just watch in your house with blue ski masks? Well, on? I mean, I'm probably the only one that do, does that. But going, in, <laughs> going into the home, the first home game, week two against Seattle, C.J. Gardner-Johnson put a blue ski mask on and said, show up the Ford Field in this thing. And then, so uh, you wear then it we at lost. Home. <laughs> then we lost. Well, I ordered one, and I got to use it at some point. So I don't wear the whole game, but usually when we score, that's when it goes on. But unfortunately, we ran out of time to talk about this J-Mo thing. We'll do it tomorrow, we'll do Ben. It tomorrow. You are, you're something special. I think tomorrow we have to leave with the ski mask. Uh, you know, that's uh, yeah, we'll, definitely a picture of that. That is something else, buddy boy. I'll bring one in for you tomorrow. Thanks for <laughs> listening, everybody. Unfortunately, we got to cut things short today to go to some high school football recap. Thanks for listening to the payoff on the all-new 100.9 FM presented by the Forward Corporation.